0: This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above, an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out.
1: So... Are we gonna just acknowledge the elephant in the room that we look like the supporting cast of this movie right now?
0: Yeah.
2: Um I I will confess I literally tried to like spotlight other people during the movie. Good luck. Like I, I literally, <laughs> I tried to use the, the zoom interface and I was like, why why isn't it working? <laughs> I want to so- I want to look at her watch. <laughs>
1: yeah that it's a it's a great fucking watch it is a great fucking watch but we're talking about doug lyman's new covid uh couple on the rocks played by anne hathaway and of for slash heist film locked down which was a movie that came out of fucking nowhere for me at least on my radar like i just saw it existed and it's like okay well this might be the bad time for it, or maybe it's the perfect time for it, but we have some illustrious critics here to uh, to enlighten us on how they felt during quarantine. We can all get into our own poetry after this. Uh, I'm Nathan, and with me I have Alex. Hi there. And I have Lil Wayne. Hey. And I have Matt Foster.
2: Also Hey.
1: So, I, I just realized, for anybody who is listening, why we said we look like the cast on this is because we do this shit remotely, and you can't actually see the interface that we're looking at right now, so that's why you should subscribe for one of us video content. Anyways! Dude, you got uh, the
0: plug-in. Good job.
1: Yeah, I always get the plug-in. I, I always, like, manage to find some area where I make a joke that doesn't land without audio. But... So this movie, I basically sort of ran down the plot, but I'll go through it, I guess, a little bit more in depth. Uh, Chuelo Ejiofor is, I, I would say, a former criminal trying to get right, who, you know, he had just one bad day that fucked up his entire life, and he's married to Anne Hathaway, who is sort of like this... I can't even remember what corporation she worked for. Mira Corp.
0: The, it was like an entertainment Mira organization Corp. thing. Or, uh, I'm sorry, she, event organization thing.
1: She gets put in the position where she's kind of doing the uh, the Ryan Bingham, George Clooney up in the air thing where she fires people. And she's sort of high up in her organization. They both find out through different sources that they they somehow have crossed paths while they're on the rocks in their marriage to steal this, uh, Gerald's, uh, Gerald, Jared's? Harrods. Harrods Harrods. is the name
0: of the store. It's the Harris diamond just to make it confusing.
1: Yes. Wait, (laughs) really? um, (sighs) Yeah. I did not even realize that the entire movie.
2: As a generational slash cultural thing, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Harrods is a very, like, it used to be a destination shopping, like a like a Toys R Us or a Feo Schwartz. Yeah, it's it's an huh. it's an, an all inclusive department like a literal department store from from before the era of the big box store when they were a rare thing, and so Har- Harrods is this multi story place that has like a you know one floor is women's, one floor is men's. They have a world famous restaurant in it, as eventually plays into the movie. But it's it's a it's a landmark flagship department store from, from before the era of the mall. And so, so gotcha. um, the, the U S equivalent would be Macy's.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm personally, I'm a huge fan of Doug Lyman's work ever since go, which, you know, is just so stylistically awesome. Recently. I mean, he, Edge of Tomorrow, or Live, Die, Repeater, All You Need Is Kill, was one of my favorite sci-fi actioners of the last year, or the last decade. And, yeah, I went into this with a lot of high expectations, just based off of the cast and all that, but also with the caveat of, maybe this is the wrong time to release it, or maybe it's the best time to release it. How did y'all feel about this?
0: I'm going to start with you, Lil Wayne. I think it's a great time to release it. (laughs) <laughs> um, although it then, then makes me look at all the things I did while I was quarantined going, oh, well, that's kind of disappointing. Um, it, in a weird, and this is going to be a weird comparison, but it's not about the plot. Um, I saw let him go a while back, which has Costner and Diane Lane, um, as a couple. And then there's a, some rescuing, almost a heist deal in that one too, except it's a person and not diamonds. Um, And this reminded me that not so much, like I said, because of plot, but because we spend most of the movie watching a couple and how they interact. So, like, two-thirds of this movie is couple drama and sort of romance, and then the final third is kind of the heist and the end result. Um, I would even
1: go as far as to say three-quarters of the way through it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the heist actually makes up a very small part of it. And and the tension level of it is kind of you know it's it's not like watching, it's it's definitely not like an oceans flick or or even a, a Mission Impossible right. It's just it's it's fine. It's 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 a plot element. Um, and frankly, the the one thing I don't want to get into a whole lot of spoilers, but the whole thing with his identity, dude, just go by Ed, just say everybody calls you Ed and call it a day. We don't have to deal with that yeah. gag through the rest of the movie.
2: Like a like if you if you if you really were named Edgar Allan Poe, you would say, "Yeah, my parents thought it was funny." I'm sick of talking about it. And right? It would, yeah. Just... I mean,
0: call me Ed what or I mean. whatever. Or yeah, my dad had a stupid sense of humor. This is what I end up with.
2: But
1: yeah, uh, Matt, how did you feel about lockdown?
2: Um, I think I'm I'm probably the person here that liked it the most. It worked pretty well for me. Um, so the, the whole conceit here is that the, and and I think it's an, and some people are deriding it as like too casual, like, like too light of writing, but the whole conceit here is these are people that could ordinarily never pull a heist, but because of, because of COVID and the fact that, and, and they get into like the little bit, the politics of race and class here, um, this woman who is in charge of this evacuation of expensive stuff has never told her employee, her, her coworkers, and employees about her domestic partner, um, who is a uh, gentleman of color and a uh, parolee. I don't, I don't, they, I don't know how that works in England. If it's the same, but yeah, he's but, just a he's just a lorry driver, and and so he ha- through coincidence he is assigned to do to pick up the thing that she packed, and through coincidence she finds out that. Um, it's been purchased by an ego-driven collector who will never who is not going to inventory it on the other side. And so they have this opportunity to just steal something. And 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 so it's not really the trailer makes it look like a heist movie, but it's actually more of like a it's almost like a trolley problem of them <laughs> weighing their relationship yeah. and weighing the fact that they have this and and they're not going to get caught the movie actually has to kind of invent a problem to insert some tension but the real tension yeah. in the movie is the moral should they or shouldn't they will they or won't they yeah and i have to admit um the the outline is thin it's the script that is good and the the people in this movie are just fun to watch and 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 the 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 dialogue is just crackling enough, um, especially uh, um, the dynamic between the couple, which which almost gets to like they almost get to like a, Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf level a couple times, going back and forth. Like yeah. um, the 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 one gag that's spoiled in the trailer is is um, he she says something about the holes in their life, and he says, "Well, honey, you are the biggest hole that I know," like. <laughs> Like they go, they go back and like, like, and and even their reconciliation is fairly dark because, uh, or attempts at it, is fairly dark because they're just both fairly sarcastic people, and it's just fun to watch. And and I think um, there's some criticism going on that's too anchored in the 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 giant coincidence required for all of it to work.
0: But that's also sort of the nature of the the, the storyline too. I mean, fate is a huge driving discussion through this entire thing, you know. Totally. Like the, and so, first of all, this isn't realistic. That's not the point. And if you if you're going into this treating it like it's a heist movie, you're you're not going to appreciate it. They spend a significant amount of time laying out how he looks at his life. And how one single event completely altered it, and now here's another single event that could completely alter it, or alter it rather. And so, coincidence is, in fact, part of the story, right? Like lots of things just line up because that's the point. That sometimes fate, in this world at least, does kind of give you a little balance.
1: Alex, uh, how did you
3: feel about lockdown? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I laughed out loud several times watching this movie. Like, the dynamic between the two of them, like Anne Hathaway and Chwil Ejiofor, a round of applause, they were so fucking entertaining. Like, Anne Hathaway started out very type A and was the whole time, but to watch her slowly not give a fuck as her, her world was crumbling around her and him starting to gain confidence that he didn't have throughout it was was super great.
1: Yeah, I I think we're mostly all sort of in agreement on this film. I think what works best about it is the chemistry between Anne Hathaway and Chiwetel for Their dynamic and their characters you really get to sink your teeth into. And then it's like, once you get to the last 30 minutes, the heist is very incidental. If you didn't have these characters, the heist would not matter. If you if you were just following two characters with this heist that they're doing, and it weren't these characters, I would not be interested in this fucking movie unless they were like Daniel Plainview or something. Uh, I just absolutely enjoyed their chemistry together. I loved 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 the way how they sort of used COVID. Right. They never really seem to use any of the things about COVID like that. They didn't harp on, oh, we're going to have to try and get as much toilet paper and sanitizer. Like there's one joke and it's really fucking funny. Yeah. And even all the celebrity cameos like, well, I'm just like, OK, well, they got Ben Kingsley on a Zoom call. They got Ben Stiller. They got all the Ben's on a Zoom call. Uh, <laughs> ben Foster. He's not in the movie. Um, but it... that'd be a very different movie. That would be he would be the guy who uh, who ends up giving him the J- Edgar uh, Allen Poe name. That would definitely be who he would play. But regardless, yeah, no i I think this movie works more than it doesn't. And when it doesn't work, it's very slight because you care about the characters, which is more than you can ask about most movies. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm impressed that like such a cohesive story came out of 18 days of shooting. Right. <laughs> Like, sure, most of it was shot in the one, like, I don't know how tall that townhouse was. It felt like they had so many different floors. (laughs) They were certainly sitting pretty before the...
0: Yeah, they were doing okay before, yeah. Yeah,
1: but I think my biggest issue with this movie that keeps me from really liking it as much as I want to is kind of what LeWayne touched on they have to create tension towards the end because the heist itself isn't that amusing. And when they create tension towards the end, I couldn't be any less interested.
0: Well, and even one of the scenes where they, where um, I think Matt was talking about the raising the tension, like artificially at the end is also just resolved. Like done. I mean, they don't have to work their way out of it. Even really, they just get, get past it.
2: Even that was just, it was redeemed by the, the, the person involved just being so delightful that you you're kind of like yeah man yeah like my my reaction was like when um uh when the guy quits in half-baked and he's like fully man like (laughs) that (laughs) that was my reaction to his little speech right there so i i mean i i just i i guess it just um it it beat my it beat my suspension of disbelief to death with kindness yeah and uh, yeah. It, and good performances
1: and regardless by the end of it you're more interested in where they're going to mm-hmm. end up than anything else in the movie whether or not they even if they go to jail that's the thing that they're like it, it's well, weird that that's like that, that is the suspense of it whether you know will they won't they Towards the end of it, because when they start in this movie, they convince you how broken they are. Like oh, yeah. They can't even get out two words without immediately starting a fight. And it's realistic because it's done by two fucking fantastic actors and two actors that, you know, we go through a lot of movies and we see them all the time, but we don't really get to see them tested like this often.
2: Well, it's it's funny. I actually reviewed the remake of The Witches and on on my review of The Witches, I was like the The sole redeeming quality of this is that it definitely proved that we should just let Anne Hathaway vamp out and go crazy more, and like the the moment in this movie when it got me is when she explains to him there's this like long soliloquy where she explains to him why she started smoking again
1: mm-hmm. yes,
2: and, and it is this this sort of ridiculous discussion of like how. Um, soul crushing her job is as like a manager and um uh it's also it also like leads back it leads you back around through the valley of their early relationship and how it changed and it's just yeah it, it's just like and it's it's literally it's just a you know medium shot of Anne Hathaway talking for probably five minutes mm-hmm. and it's really good <laughs> so I, I I was like a, a uh i i got my uh i got my free 99 out of that one scene and there's more to it you know
3: yeah i, I like that they outwardly displayed how each of them was changing mentally w- just with their costumes mm-hmm. like at the beginning she was always dressed up very proper ready for work even for zoom mm-hmm. and slowly she introduced pajama pants and slowly those got a little wackier and she started wearing really odd things like that wraparound watch was so cool.
2: <laughs> that, was like, that is a nineteen thousand dollar watch, by the way. I, Thank you, man. I, I was compelled to find that. Because I was like, What is, what is that thing? Is it vintage? Is that a thing people used to wear? Because it's like a <laughs> it's like a spiral bracelet that looks kinda like a snake wrapped around her whole forearm and it ends in a watch. And uh I, I, when I looked at it I was like I couldn't wear that I could not even if, like I could if I had that kind of money I could never wear it in the form of something I could drop like smash against something or yeah yeah if if I become a if I become a billionaire somehow in the next week I will be like the Warren Buffett Bill Gates like oh no I just wear six identical casual outfits so I can make billions for more of the day <laughs> I, I um I do have a I have a steward of nice things but uh I don't listen to him except for like uh, you know when I when I go to the ball for the the king of uh, Bratislava or whatever <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh I'm gonna just shift from where we're at to final thoughts uh, I'm gonna start with you Lil Wayne
0: this movie gets by on its primary cast um because the any any weaknesses in the in the story or or what is or isn't realistic, I don't care. I'll just keep watching them. And if they Hepburn and Tracy and do a bunch of other movies together, I'm perfectly fine with that. Absolutely. I really enjoyed this movie. It was it was hard to watch some of the relationship stuff, but not in the same way a lot of other relationship dramas are. Like You get that these are actually two pretty good people who are just having a period where things aren't working out for them. And then they fix it. And they do it in a way that probably isn't something most of us can do, but it's still kind of cool to watch. Um, in the end, uh, I'm really way more positive about this than maybe I sounded, because this is four out of five stoned hedgehogs. <laughs> Damn it, you took mine. <laughs> yeah. I do Poor that. Sonic. Dude, I love the fact that He's listed first in the credits because it's cast in order of appearance, and the first thing in the credits, at the end of Sonic. the movie, is a is literally the hedgehog, Sonic.
2: Oh yeah, because he's he's in the he's in the establishing shot. Yeah, the he's, the he's the opening
0: the, shot of the film.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna move over to Matt. Uh I landed in a pretty good net place on this. I don't know. Um, there there have been a wave of these kind of shot in lockdown movies, and they might in. In five to ten years, I hope that this movie gets a point knocked off its score because nobody understands it. Um, Because the situation has been resolved for four years. I I hope that this movie falls out of contemporary style quickly. I'll put it that way. Uh, But given that caveat, um, for me right now, it relieved a lot of tension because they're kind of feeling my stresses on screen. And there's the core dynamic in this movie is just so good um the cameos are fun ben stiller and ben kingsley as the respective bosses um are, are both kind of a hoot uh and i just uh i was cheering for him. and they avoided they avoided the scooby-doo ending i i thought they were gonna do which i can't get into but you'll probably see it when you watch it um so I'm gonna give this a um, eight and a half out of ten. Blue-eyed goats.
1: Okay, Alex. Uh,
3: so I went. I went into this expecting something a little chummy and maybe an interesting heist. And instead, by the end of it, I didn't care if there was a heist or not because the dynamic was so entertaining and. Man, I I had so much fun with this movie. Like, more than I anticipated. And so, I'm going to have to give this 8 out of 10 watches that work their way around your arm in ways that I don't understand.
1: This is weird. I think I'm coming down a little bit more negative on this movie than you guys are. And it really... No, no, no. Not, not in like... We're mostly in agreement. I'm going to start with my rating. Uh, seven and a half out of ten fuck Vermonts uh, behind me on a Zoom call. But it. my biggest issue with this movie is that I was so intrigued with the first three quarters of it that the last quarter is just sort of incidental. And, te- you know, like you said, LeBain... This gets by on its core cast. And Chueto Edgefor and Anne Hathaway are just so fucking good in this. And even Dulé Hill as his brother is great in this. And his half-brother. Half half brother. I just, my thing is once the heist comes in, the movie gets pretty, it's trying too hard at that point. It already has me. And then it's trying too hard to swing the characters in different directions, which the performances help that. But the overall heist and conceit of it feels very sweaty. Uh, it, 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 you know, it, it just, I wish it was better. This is a really good Doug Lyman film. I was kind of more expecting what we got through the 2010s so far. But as far as like what he's working on now, I mean, shit, he's doing a movie with Tom Cruise in space. So the the idea that he can do this and that. It fucking impresses me and I Overall recommend this movie
0: Also can we all Admit that after hearing Chuatel Edit for read poetry That he should probably do some more Shakespeare Oh yeah I mean shit he's doing it in like Read
2: some audio books maybe
0: Oh yeah
1: He's doing it in like every movie he's in. Even in Doctor Strange, he's like, Strange, you have no idea what you have just done. Like he he does that Shakespeare sort yeah. of uh He's
0: got the cadence I, I, for it, yep.
3: I wish he would stand outside of our apartment and just shout poetry every night. I that would make my life.
0: I think
1: I brought down my star rating because Ben Foster wasn't in this movie. <laughs>